0: Texas State Bobcats find their quarterback. And the Troy Trojans, for the first time ever, finish in the top 25. It's Locked on Sunbelt. You are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked on Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, hosting afternoons in Mobile, Alabama, covering the South Alabama Jaguars. Uh, on uh, I work on, on Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP. And prior to that, in Lafayette, Louisiana, 103.7 The Game, covering the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. All right, we'll get to Troy, uh, as they do finish in the top 25 for the first time ever, but and we're still hoping to get them. But G.J. Kinney. Uh, New head coach at Texas State who finished up coaching Incarnate Word during the FCS playoffs. And by the way, his player, uh, Lindsey Scott Jr., uh, his quarterback, who threw for 60 touchdowns this past season, was the Walter Payton Award winner. That's basically the Heisman Trophy of uh, FCS. That is the the player of the year. He won player of the year. So uh, congratulations to Lindsey Scott Jr., But speaking of quarterbacks, uh, they got a new one at Texas State, and it's a pretty big one. They got Malik Hornsby, 6'2", 180 pounds. He is originally from Missouri City, Texas. And the thing is, he was from Arkansas. Like, basically, he was going to replace K.J. Jefferson, but A, K.J. Jefferson stuck around, uh, and Malik Hornsby didn't want to wait another year especially when you see that Lindsey Scott Jr. threw for almost 4,700 yards, threw for 60 touchdowns, and I think ran for another 11, like an insane amount of offense. And Malik Hornsby apparently is uh, giving the reins to the offense. We'll see if that's the case. He was a four-star coming out of high school. He's now a three-star for 24-7. Uh, But that is a major, major get for uh, Kinney at at Texas State. And so he's got their guy. He was the eighth-ranked dual quarterback in uh, Texas coming out of high school. So uh, G.J. Kinney's got his guy. But that's not the only thing. He's been crushing it uh, from – a, a recruiting point of view. Like, I'm not sure they had anybody before he got there. Like, I mean, zero before he took the job. And he wasn't doing that full-time until he was done with the playoffs. So he was kind of doing a, a little bit, but mostly concentrating on Incarnate Word in the FCS playoffs. Kef uh, Ciardello, uh, who we've had on the show before from... Uh, the statesman says now they have like 20 commits 24 seven. Isn't quite up on that. They have five who've signed a letter of intent two who have committed, uh, but haven't signed yet. Uh, that's seven and they got nine transfers. So that's 16. So some numbers aren't quite, uh, up there yet, but still t- either 16 or 20, uh, GJ Kinney is doing a great job there because, again, with Jake Spaventhal leaving and he totally believes in the transfer portal. Not sure he signed any high school kids before he left, like, like the big goose egg. Uh, they did, they uh, let's see who else, who else they have signed from a well, not signed, but getting transfer guys. Darius Jackson is a cornerback, 6'1, 175 from Missouri. They get Dan Foster, a, a defensive lineman, a little bit on the small size, uh, 6'3", 240 out of Marshall, Joshua Eaton, cornerback out of Oklahoma. We told you about Hornsby out of Arkansas, uh, Caleb Ford, Dement out of Washington state, Ismail, uh, Mahdi, I think out of Yukon, uh, Nash Jones looks like he's coming from incarnate word, uh, Devin Wright from Boise state and Cedric Roberts from OU. So, that is a lot of power five guys, from the quarterback to the cornerback. I mean, one, two, three, four, five out of the nine are power five guys. All right, and so let's see who they got for the the high school kids. Chris Dawn Junior, a five seven hundred fifty five pound wide receiver. Bam Badusi, a offensive tackle 3'10". 6, 6, uh a marion atwood a cornerback six foot 170 jake simpson out of independence uh high school frisco texas tight end six 220 and denario davenport out of kilgore texas a running back 5 190 the guys who have verbally committed taylor starling quarterback five ten and a half 170 pounds out of dallas texas and Derek. Morning, also out of Kilgore, Texas, linebacker six three two ten. So, uh, GJ Kinney is absolutely uh, crushing the recruiting right now for Texas State. Of course, that's what he had to do. And you know, when you're putting up those kind of numbers, and again, they put up tremendous numbers. We told you what a Lindsey Scott Junior did; those kind of numbers. But well, let's see if we get the stats, our total uh, here, statistics. You know, points per game, 51 points, 51 and a half points a game, 51 and a half points a game. That is a ton, right? They're av- they averaged 366 uh, yards in the air per game. Their average play was eight yards per play they put uh, when when he said they were going to light up the scoreboard when he got the job um uh, before he could fully commit, he was still at uh incarnate word gj kinney said they're going to light up the scoreboard they scored 99 touchdowns and although it felt like georgia scored 99 touchdowns against tcu the other night 99 touchdowns is a lot what was their final record because when the playoffs, they played a lot. They finished twelve and two, so they scored fourteen or scored fourteen. They played fourteen ball games. We want to do that real quick. Is that five, six? Uh, can't get on the phone anymore without. Uh, let's see, ninety-nine. Probably should be able to do that in, in my head, but I can't. Seven touchdowns a game. Seven touchdowns a game. Probably could have done it in my head if I worked a little bit harder. So seven touchdowns a game. All right, so the one thing that I'm a big fan of is when you're trying to start something new, and especially these days. Although some teams, like a Michigan, are trying to do it differently, and they've had some success despite losing to TCU, uh, trying to run it a little bit more and keep it close, and then they're going to run over you in the fourth quarter, that kind of deal. Whereas you saw what Georgia did against TCU, kind of aired it out and ran it down their throat. You can't be boring. I'm a big believer in that. You got to put points on the board. No one wants to go see you win or lose, you know, 24 to 17. Obviously, they prefer to win. But, boy, if you're starting to win or lose, you know, 48-45, people have had a good time, right? Like, that was a great football game. Now, eventually, they're going to say, if we just get a little bit of defense, we can win these games. By the way, Incarnate Word... Gave up 25 points a game. So they averaged over 51 points a game, and they averaged uh, giving up 25 points a game. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun in San Marcos. Texas State has not – I don't think Texas State has had this kind of excitement for a long time. I know Jake Spavital came in with uh, you know, some serious credentials, and he did his best, just could not basically get that quarterback. That quarterback was a revolving door for the Bobcats. Let's see how many years – I mean, Hornsby should have at least three years. No one does that anymore, right? Because I think he's played, uh, let's see, he committed, uh, oh, well, so he committed 20. That's the COVID year. So he does have three more years to go, 21 and 22. Um, So 20 was the COVID year. So he does have three more years if he wants it, but no one does it anymore, but we'll see. So at least he's got two years. So now you can build around. The point is you can build around Malik Hornsby for a couple of years, get some, you know, high school players in there, uh, who are going to follow him and go from there. All right. So that's, that is a big deal for very big deal for, uh, Texas state. So good job by GJ Kinney. And we're still trying to get him on the podcast. Um, we will get him on the podcast. Obviously, he's busy recruiting, so we'll get him when we can. All right, let me tell you about. Oh, before we tell you about Bet Online, uh, Troy finishes in the top twenty-five ranked for the first time ever. All right, there's the tease. Hang tight. <laughs> Hang tight. Uh, BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends from every professional and amateur league out there—from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well, such as Lockdown Sunbelt. <clears throat> Excuse me, we're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, uh, Dave Schultz back with more of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team uh, every day. And, you know, we were all concentrating on the national championship. On a Monday night, although it seemed like Georgia concentrated more than TCU did. Uh, But by later in the day, you know, the top 25 had uh, come out. And Troy was in there for the first time ever. So the Troy Trojans finished first or not finished first, for the first time ever, finished in uh, the top 25. Uh, And the USA Today coaches poll for the first time in program history. Both polls were announced Tuesday following the national championship game. Uh, Troy has the uh, nation's second longest winning streak at 11, only to wait for Georgia. Troy finished the season ranked 19th in the AP Top 25 and 20th in the USA Today coaches poll. They very well may have been in the situation Tulane was. They may have been ahead of Tulane if they don't lose the Hail Mary game to App State. Uh, I'm not going to say, well, they could have done better against Ole Miss. I think they scored late. I think they were trailing Ole Miss 28-3 to and scored a touchdown late to make it a little bit closer. Nonetheless, that doesn't change the fact that they only lost by 18 to Ole Miss in John Summerall's first game as head coach. So that doesn't change that fact. But if they don't lose on that Hail Mary, they could have lost on some other games. Don't get me wrong. They could have lost to Army. They could have lost to South Alabama. They could have lost to the Raging Cajuns. So they had a lot of close victories. But the way polls work, and we all know this, because basically in the top 25 and 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 the, the higher you get the more these teams are playing each other someone has to lose and if Troy you know this rolled off 11 straight wins what if that was you know what if they were 13 and 1 what if they rolled off 13 straight wins or 12 straight wins before the bowl games came out you know would they have been in the Cotton Bowl against USC Right. That would have been a different ball game. I'm not sure if, if Troy could have kept up, but would they have been able to, you know, they held. <clears throat> I know I know it's two different programs, <clears throat> but UTSA came into the game scoring like 35 points a game and they were held to 12. Uh, I'm just saying that, that Troy was just not that far away, although they finished 19th and they finished 12th. They very easily could have finished where uh, Tulane did. Let's find out where that is because that's basically, you know, Tulane. I mean, they had a couple of losses too, didn't they? That's the thing. I mean, we got standings. (coughs) Let's see the rankings. There you go. See if these are the final ones, and they are. Okay, so Tulane was ranked ninth, but they're also 12-2. and Tulane's 12 and two. Remember, Texas State started uh, one and two, right? They lost the first game, won the second one, lost the third one. So they had to work their way back. Whereas, you know, Tulane won, you know, their first four. They had a tough loss against Southern Miss. But they were they went the season uh, nine and one before losing uh, the twenty two ranked UCF, but then they beat Cincinnati and then they beat UCF in the conference championship game and then of course they beat um, USC. So uh, congratulations to Troy on uh, making it to. Getting ranked for the first time ever. That's tremendous news. And uh, we'll see what happens uh, next year. Got to replace a lot of guys. Carlton Marshall on the defense, among others. And we had Jake Andrews, a center uh, on yesterday's show. So it'll be interesting to see what John Summerall, how John Summerall gets to keep going. Uh, whereas, you know, again, we'll see what Southern Miss does. By the way, Trey Lowe, I think he committed to Liberty. Trey Lowe the food. The, uh, the quarterback from uh, Southern Miss who went to the transfer portal, he committed to uh, Liberty. We'll see what Southern Miss does quarterback wise, but we know that uh, I think we know Southern or uh, Troy's quarterback uh, situation with Gunnar Watson and obviously South's quarterback with Carter Bradley. So we'll see what uh, Troy does, and they have a heck of a schedule for the next season. So uh, lots of work to be done uh, there. All right, let's take another time out. We do have some unfortunately sad news to get to some tragic news hitting uh, the South Alabama family. I will read the uh, press release uh, straight out, but I do want to thank you for continuing to watch a lockdown Sunbelt and continue to subscribe to it. We should continue to have more guests on, uh, as these football coaches become more available and hopefully continue to get some more players that are coming to the senior bowl. So that'll be here in mobile. Uh, and maybe we could talk to some, uh, people as well. That will be here, uh, during the week. See if they'll join us, uh, probably sitting right next to me and we'll, you know, set it up technology. So it looks like they're in a different spot. Who knows, but I uh, want to appreciate you. want to let you know that I do appreciate you uh, watching and subscribing to the podcast. Of course, you can just search lockdown on Sunbelt in any podcast app that you have and you should be able to find it. And obviously we are on YouTube uh, as well. Uh, tomorrow's episode, we will preview uh, week three of the Sunbelt basketball Let's see, does ULM stay hot? They got the Cajuns. Then the Cajuns are coming to Mobile on Saturday. Uh and we'll see what happens there. And who does someone start to break out of the pack? Can South Alabama start to play? You know, again, I'm not a I'm not a big believer in the whole, you know, it's football at 60 minutes and basketball is 40 minutes. Well, we want to play a 40-minute game. So does the other team. So it's really hard to you know, play a complete game unless it's just, just a total mismatch or you're on fire from three. Uh, but they need to put, they need to do better than the 20 minutes that they did against a Texas State uh, on Saturday. That was, the first 20 minutes was not good at all. So you need to put together a 30, you know, 25, 30 minute game, at least something along those lines. All right, so uh, one more bit of news. And unfortunately, Uh, It is uh, tragic. Uh, The former administrator and coach for uh, South Alabama, Hale Williams passed away on Tuesday night. Um, Hale worked various roles, working 30-plus years and finishing his career as associate athletic director. 1976 graduate of South Alabama, Williams returned to his alma mater in 1988 to serve as head golf coach and NCAA compliance officer. Jaguar men's team won three Sunbelt titles under his direction. In 96, Williams was named assistant athletic director and relinquished uh, the duties of golf coach, who was promoted to associate director of athletics in 2005. It's a local product, went to Mobile's uh, Murphy High School, also went to the Citadel and Football Scholarship before transferring to uh, South Alabama, worked as a student assistant, a coach, and trainer under... Uh, Jimmy Taylor and Cliff uh, Ellis. Uh, unfortunately, he had a heart attack just going to the saints game on Sunday, walking to the saints game. Uh, and he was, went to a uh, Tulane medical center. And unfortunately he passed away on, on Tuesday evening. Williams is survived by his wife, Catherine and their four sons, Kevin, Michael, John and Tyler. Uh, we do send our, our heartfelt uh, condolences uh, anytime that, uh, that Hal, uh, you know, our paths crossed, he was very kind and complimentary. So we do, um, we do feel awful of the passing uh, and kind of out of nowhere. So one of those things you just, you just never know. So uh, we will wrap up a uh, lockdown Sunbelt on, unfortunately, a sad note, please uh, sending our best uh, to the Williams family. Well, once again, I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and you've been watching and listening to lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.